Hello, everyone. Welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. This is your host, Mark Guy. So excited that you lended your ears to me, your hearts, your minds. I appreciate every one of you, every, every one of your comments, every one of your downloads, and everything of your support. So today I have a special guest, and I'm so excited to jump right into this interview, my friend Esther Clay. And we know each other from Toastmasters and other community events. So Esther, could you please introduce yourself and tell us what do you have going on in your world just now? Hello, Mark, and I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to share what's going on with me in this uh, current situation, which is crazy. However, it's also full of opportunities. Like Mark said, my name is Esther Clay. I'm a COPE certified health coach. I am a grandmother, a wife, a friend, and another human being living on planet Earth as we try to find our way, just like the pioneers tried to find their way when they moved west in the United States. Hmm. So you see yourself as a, I mean, there's many different parts to your identity. And it's interesting you brought a pioneer. Why is that important? You're going to laugh. And I don't know about your background as a young child. When I was growing up, one of the formative experiences in my life was as a Girl Scout. And as I have been sorting through all of my memorabilia and craft supplies in my craft office, now called Treasure Room, I found my Girl Scout book and my Girl Scout badge sash. And the last badge I achieved was a Pioneer badge. And I'm thinking, how appropriate, even though that was Pioneer camping and pitching a, a tent with tarps and ropes. It still made me think of the pioneers heading west and all of the challenges they embraced to reach their goal. Right now, we're in the same situation. We are charting an un, unknown journey. We may have guides along the way, like on the wagon trains. We may have a path. We may be off to the side trying to figure out if that's where we want to stay. But we all have this unknown right in front of us. And for the listeners, whether you're listening in 2020 or in 2021, in 2023, we are talking about, we are recording this podcast at the end of March, 2020. And there's a very serious health concern and very serious health challenge that is faced on planet earth and everyone is affected and esther is a certified health coach after all so who's there's no better person to talk about this than her as a certified health coach what kind of what kind of work do you do and what kind of things you have encountered in your practice that we can take away and perhaps there may be some stories you'd like to share, uh, keeping the anonymity? Of course. My health journey began five years ago this March. 
but it took a while to get to that place. And your viewers can't see me, but I will let you know I'm 71 years old. And so I was approaching 65 and I had dealt with serious morbid obesity for most of my adult life, following diets and gaining weight back, doing a lot of emotional eating. Of course, some things hit you right in the face, and those are wedding pictures. When my daughter got married, it was a wonderful time and happy for the family. In fact, today is her 10-year anniversary. Congratulations to all. Yeah. My wedding dress for this mother of the bride was a size 20. When, I'll speak for myself, when I was overweight, it was a drag on everything I did, everything I thought, and it consumed more of my brain power than I really wanted it to. But I will fast forward to my son's wedding five years ago. Nope, must be three years ago. Sorry, I'm not great with figuring out what year things happened. <laughs> anyway, and I wore a size 10 dress. And the pictures I loved. I still display both. There's no problem with that because I, I love my family and that it was a happy time. The difference between the two dresses, the two pictures, the two, two situations was I found a health coach myself. I had never thought or ever had any kind of coach in my whole life. When I was growing up, it was just before the equal opportunity for women in sports. And I don't know that I would have had a interest in any sport but who knows you can't go backwards no so i found a health coach uh mike morenz and his wife summer and they were instrumental in helping me take baby steps and learn habits of health to discard the shame of not understanding why i couldn't get healthy to just throw that away and baby step by baby step, learn that you can change your habits, you can take personal responsibility, and I'm talking about myself, taking personal responsibility for my health, that being supported by a coach was phenomenal that having a community of like-minded people was um, truly amazing and developed into such wonderful friendships. Right. My experience in, with community before my health journey included Girl Scouts. Right. Okay. And now Toastmasters. I love Toastmasters. I love Toastmasters too. It is very much like Girl Scouts. We had organized meetings and we had badges to achieve. Projects to complete. Exactly. Exactly. So 
one thing I'd like to ask you, Esther, I'm curious, you said when you worked with a coach, there was a, perhaps a transition point where you, where you have just said, where you have pushed away or dropped away the, the mental shame of not being healthy. And it is maybe easy to say, not hard to <laughs> Go ahead. And I feel it is an obstacle for so many. Um, and of course, everyone has their own issues and, and, and upbringings. How did you do it? How did you, how, what kind of shifts did you experience in your mindset that allowed you to become free from that shame and guilt and that, that, that was part of that overall unhealthy lifestyle? Mark, that is an excellent question. Truly excellent question. And I really appreciate you asking me that. When I was stuck in that shame loop, the feeling guilty loop, I considered myself a successful mother. I had a career as a technical writer. I was learning and doing hard things. But I had this one, what, what you might call in dramatics or novel writing, fatal flaw. I was fat. This created a situation and a mindset when I would walk into a room, I would automatically scan to see if I was the fattest person there. And maybe I would only talk to other people who were overweight. I would also avoid a chair that might not support me. I flew on airplanes and had the seatbelt on me really constricting and extremely uncomfortable. And only later did I learn that you could ask, actually ask for an extender. So I had all of these life situations that would hit my brain in a social setting. Meanwhile, me and my car had a habit loop going on. And this habit loop was to eat breakfast at home, stop at a gas station, buy junk food, eat it on the way to work, be at work for an hour, go down to the cafeteria, get a treat, back to work, eat lunch, have another snack, eat something horrible on the way home, eat supper. So I was eating virtually all day long. Fast forward to when I had a health coach. I learned about the power of habits and the fact that there is an opportunity to change them based on how our brains work. The founder of our program, Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson, describes this in a, a free ebook called Stop, Challenge, Choose. When you are faced with a habit loop, whether it's the feeling of shame or it's the choice for a food 
item that may not be healthy, your brain actually has an opportunity to stop. You can take a breath. You can stop and actually consider what your next step is. Will choosing shame make your day better and your heart happy? Will choosing a high sugar, high fat snack food, high salt, whatever your choice is, help you reach the goal of being healthier? And then you get to choose. So understanding that I could disrupt my habit loops and replace those habits with healthy ones was like, finally, somebody figured it out. Because like so many others, I knew what was healthy and not healthy. I knew that I could just mentally get myself into a tizzy or I could physically eat all sorts of crap. But now there was a solution and there was hope. And not only did it look like something that would work for me, but it had worked for so many others. So it was like, heck yes, I'm gonna do this. Right. I received hope. Yeah. Um, I will publish a link to this book in the show notes when this episode is published so people can uh, explore on their own and also we'll link to your contact information as well um, if people want to get more information from you and uh, perhaps work with you um, one thing i'd like to ask you is esther it seems like you are a fantastic storyteller um i'm sure toastmasters have amplified that ability perhaps could you tell us like you know you so you took us to this dark point this this the shame the dark the low the low of the low the darkest of the dark can you talk to us how you feel now and what is your life like now Truly, like, what is it like? I'm living my best life ever. I feel so very blessed on about a million levels. <laughs> my life now includes continued learning about my health journey and how to move forward in it. I don't think I've mentioned yet, but I lost 80 pounds and I've kept it off for four years, which is a new experience for me. Incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I set goals to be able to get on the floor with my grandchildren and get up reasonably gracefully. I've done that. I've set the goal of being able to walk out in the woods and hike as long as I wanted to. I've accomplished that. I have 
new goals ahead of me to reach a healthy BMI because I'm not there yet. So now I'm lost in, okay, back to the question. What is my life like now? In the midst of our health situation, I'm calm. I'm finding ways to be inspired every day and then sharing that on social media. I'm, I love Facebook. I love engaging with my friends. I have friends from, because when you get to be 71 years old, you get to have a lot of friends. So I have friends from high school, friends from college, and I moved around a lot. So I have friends from different places where I've worked, whether it was a, a neighbor or a coworker. So keeping in touch and listening, listening to people's fears, being empathetic, and when asked, offering suggestions to help move them forward. The thing about health coaching is, is we walk alongside our clients. And that's what I'm doing now for my clients. We are on a journey together and I may know that path that gets us the best place to go across the Mississippi River. If we're going back to pioneer days and to help, help people understand that moving forward in your life is a journey we're all taking and we all need a little help. Sometimes we need a different perspective. I find that so true. Um, this is why I do the show. Um, I get to speak to people like yourself and many others across the world. And I love, I love hearing stories of journey. And I love asking questions about failure. Uh, because I feel that <laughs> sometimes when we overcome failure and what have we learned from it? And I think you have uh, described in your way. I mean, there's so much to your story, but I think you have generously described it in your way. So some of the takeaways um, that I just want to highlight. So you found the new, pers you have found this new perspective. You found this community. You're doing the work you love. And it just feels like we interact on Facebook quite a bit, right? You know, like I like your post, I write something, you do, you write something on my post, you know, say like it. And it's, there's always this um, undercurrent of um, hope that I feel from your interaction. There's this always this so much hope, so much, um, you know, that that's that's and I think that's important and that's why that's why I wanted to ask you come on the show and just share part of your journey because I feel that sometimes one word or one experience can change someone's perspective for that day and I think that counts a lot you're getting me emotional now <laughs> thank well, you very much one of my t-shirts, my t-shirts, I like to wear t-shirts that say positive things. And one of them says hope dealer. Hope dealer? Yes. I think it's remarkable. You know, would you agree with this, Esther? Or tell me your, your reflection on this thought. 
that each one of us have a specific role to play and to contribute in in the world. You know, sometimes we have to be a pioneer. Sometimes we have to be a hope dealer. Other times we have to be an explorer. And other times, you know, (laughs) what I'm saying is we have these identities, right? And I think these identities are perhaps divinely inspired or maybe they're self-made, whatever you'd like to believe. I don't have a conversation for you there. But um, this identity is we, you know, it's it's our, um, uh, have you ever seen the movie Wonder Woman? Yes. The latest one was Gal Gadot. No, I don't remember actors, but I believe I've seen the latest one. I think my husband was surprised he enjoyed it. So, yes. It's 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 really good story and well made, and uh, hopefully we'll have a Wonder Woman two nineteen eighty four coming soon. <laughs> and uh, in it, the Wonder Woman, the actress, you know, as she plays um, in a, in a, in a scene, she says, "This is our duty. This is our you know, this is our call. You know, we cannot deny the call." And you know, she's so earnest and she's so into it, her mission. And I just thought, oh, this is really good. So I thought everyone has a duty. And I think everyone has that call that we must uh, answer. That's what I'm really saying. I have to tell you, Mark, my name is biblical. There's a, a part in the Bible, a whole chapter about Esther. And one of my favorite verses from there, and I'm just going to paraphrase it, is perhaps this is the moment for which you were created. And it always gives me goosebumps when I say it, because I really feel that. I, I have been um, nudged and pushed and moved in different directions during my life. And some of them, I have not wanted to go there. You talk about failure. I didn't mention, but I had a, a long time first marriage that was not healthy. I don't need to go into details. People who've been married and been in a non-healthy situation totally understand. But I learned from that what love really is. And frequently in my posts and in my heart and in my life, for me, love is always the answer. And I'm not saying you should love someone who is mean to you. What I'm saying is you need to love yourself. So love is always the answer. And look where that love needs to come from or go to. Because that is the greatest gift of hope. The greatest gift of hope is love. Because we all need it. We all need to love each other. We all need to care about each other. But don't go to those places that aren't full of love. I don't want to be misunderstood. I want to make sure that people understand that sometimes loving yourself means you get yourself out of an uncomfortable or dangerous situation. Yeah, I agree 100%. Esther, um, would you mind sharing with us what's next? Can you imagine a world that makes Healthy food choices is connected to community, is centered on being their best self, and who learns how how to manage their emotions, 
We all have emotions. Yes, yes, yes. We have lots of them. We're totally human, of course. But managing those emotions is at the core of having this healthy world that I imagine and what I hope is next. The health program that I coach has grown amazingly in the five years I've been associated with it. Just for an example, health coaches, the ones that were able to come to our convention in 2019 in Orlando, maxed out the Gaylord Resort at over 12,000 coaches. It's a huge resort right on I-4. <laughs> yes, yes. And next summer, God willing, or our next convention, but the plan is to be in Atlanta where they held the Olympics and they're expecting 24,000 coaches. Double. This, this program works well. It works for young people and everybody up into my oldest client was in his eighties. So it is something that is there for you when you're ready. Okay. I like it. Uh, Esther, what is the best way that the audience can reach you, follow you and connect with you? The best way to follow me would be Facebook. And you'll put that, my proper name, my, my profile's public, so that's not a problem. You can find me. Uh, if you want to connect with me on email, it would be E-S-T-H-E-R dot K-L-A-Y at gmail.com. Mark can also put that in the comments, but in case you're listening and you can remember things like that, you've got it now. Thank you. I will make sure I will put the reference of the book resource you mentioned earlier. I will put your public Facebook page in the show notes as well. So people can reach out to you and email um, as well. So Esther, thank you so much for opening your part of your life journey with us and for coming here and being so generous. Mark, it has been my honor and I am, I so appreciate our friendship and I enjoy, like you said, our interactions on Facebook and on the phone. And if there's anything I can do to help you at any time, you please, please let me know because I really appreciate this time on your method of helping the world be a better place. My pleasure. I like it. <laughs> we, we have to, we, we have, I like this hope, you know, sharing, hope creation. And I, I would like for us to connect again and perhaps we can follow up um, after your convention or, you know, um, before, see how things work out in the world. <laughs> we can reflect on that so we can do follow up. And perhaps you can tell us, uh, you know, what had been going on. How does that sound? Wonderful. I would love to do that. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Esther. Thank you, everyone who has been listening, spending this time with us. This, I appreciate every one of you, and I appreciate your support, which we've been getting for the last 
four and a half years listening to this podcast. It, it's been listened to over a hundred countries, uh, been downloaded thousands of times. And I appreciate every one of you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. And until we come again, don't forget to speak great. Thank you.